0: This AFC training camp preview edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast is presented by MyBookie.ag. Sports are back, and MyBookie is now offering a 100% deposit bonus when you use that promo code SGP. Plus, deposit this week and get a free $10 MLB futures bet. That's MyBookie.ag, promo code SGP to play, win, and get paid. We're also brought to you by All Things Comedy. We're running back the 2019 NFL playoffs via Madden Sims and giving away $10,000 in my bookie credits. The championship game is coming up, and we're doing a $500 squares pool. Go to slash squares for all the details. slash squares. We're also brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in paperhead providers, and they make it super easy to start your own sportsbook. Plus, Ace is offering up six weeks free over at slash SGP. That's slash SGP. Finally, we're brought to you by Cushy Dreams. Cushy Dreams is a new company with a full line of premium smokable CBD, now shipping legally to all 50 states. And if you use the promo code SGP, you get 15% off. That's K U S H Y Dreams.com, promo code S G
1: P. This is Jerry Glanville, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, brother. Long Cox. He's one of those guys who will get penetration.
0: Fucking shine box. Ooh, welcome everyone to the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean stacking the money green with my partner picks Ryan, real money Kramer. What's happening, Cream Dog? What's up, Dog? What's up? <coughs> I'll tell you what's up, Dog. Football. Football. We keep we keep we keep teasing. We got the we got the feather out. Who's teasing? We got the feather. We've been tickling. We've been getting the Sims. We've been doing, we've been slowly previewing with the fantasy football, the prop bets podcast. This is the last, this is like the last appetizer before the main course of the division previews, which will be hitting your gullet
1: in August. Sweaty dudes in slow motion with sprinklers, AKA hard knocks. Can't fucking wait. Sean. Yes. Uh, well, I mean, football's football's happening. Football's happening it Appears It's had professional football, I professional
0: uh, f- football appears. All, all systems go. Although uh, everything you hear in college football uh, testing is looking good. Uh, I'm getting more and more optimistic about college football. We'll see what happens, but professional football, they seem to, and we're taking this on a Monday Ryan, And they just seem to sort out the last remaining uh, deal points on getting people into training camp. They have yep. a protocol. The players are like, we have no protocol. hashtag We want to play. See, even then, that's what I like about football players. They wanted to make it clear. hashtag We want to play. We're not some pussy that's going to sit on the sideline because of COVID nineteen. We
1: just like the testing. They saw what happened with baseball. Yes, and they it very clear. Like you can't you can't fight owner. Like one, you need to stand up to ownership. So, no matter what was going to happen here, there was going to be some form of micro labor dispute. Yeah. Now you can't, you can't do what baseball did and let the owners talk first because then you look like assholes. And while baseball players just genuinely look are, and probably are bigger assholes in general. uh, Yeah. The the NFL players handled it well, but uh, I mean, as I'm reading the complaints of the players, it was like, look, as someone who agrees, there should be a protocol as we, we love saying (laughs) now, some of the things that the players were harping on felt a little uh felt silly. Felt like points that maybe you should have s- saved some of that for for a more important thing like no preseason games. For well, example.
0: and that's and that's what the NFL they were holding that chip of like no, we got to play two preseason games. Yeah. It looks like they've conceded on zero preseason games yeah. which R-I- are RIP to preseason
1: unders but that's how smart ownership is. There was never going to be preseason. like no. that You can't sell the public on the idea of playing preseason in this climate. People will buy into the regular season because you're like, oh, it matters. You know, this game actually fucking yeah. matters. Guys lives
0: are on the line like I would in, have, in the important sense of whether or not you make the playoffs.
1: Sean would definitely have a problem with preseason. Sean would not have a problem with the regular season. What do you mean? I'm, I'm saying like a per, you are in the type a of football needs to happen. Yes. You give zero fucks about the preseason. No, ownership somehow mind manipulated the players into thinking that was the biggest well, issue. Well, and the, and the crazy thing is th- the preseason is completely
0: meaningless. So normally they like the preseason because it's two games yeah. that you get a, the, the uh, season ticket holders, you get the concessions, you get the parking, you get all that money but without fans in the stands, uh, yeah. the, the preseason games, the t- the TV rights are, f- are dog shit. What they should do is film these training camps. Cause that's how you recruit some of this lost money. And if the NFL is smart, which they are at certain times, there's, there's gonna, it, if I had a chance to watch a training camp, just a live training camp cam, uh, I would definitely be tuned into that.
1: But it th- doesn't this feel like the area where the NBA is ahead of the NFL and the ability to really go after and monetize media, like the NFL does a great job. Don't get me wrong, but they're also very like, it, it feels like they're more restrictive than they are. Uh, the NBA, when it comes to letting their content be everywhere and, and let it be in di- whatever type of digestible format you want. Now I agree with you. If there's are sm- if they're smart, I'm seeing all sorts of content like they're promoting their athletes being on Twitter and sharing the experience of like COVID through oh or, yeah or like training NBA camp in the COVID. bubble yeah that, but but will they will that will happen? the NFL No, do
0: I'm sure I'm sure they'll do some social media stuff. Dude, you're right. What do, you not, about, what do you always tell me about
1: What uh, do you always tell me about pigs and gators? You can't make a pig a gator <laughs> exactly. Uh, Goodell is not all of a sudden going to be like, yeah, I should totally let these people speak their minds all the time and they're promote not, it. They're not going to be savvy like that. But anyway, you know. I told you 45 minutes, Sean. I'm you ready. know
0: who's a gator, Kramer?
1: Who's that, Sean?
0: Mybookie.ag is a gator because they never change. All they do is offer great betting lines, great customer super, uh customer <laughs> service. And you know me, I'm not afraid to guy. I'm not afraid to rant on customer service. There is no one true story at Mybookie.ag. No. There may be a one, but he's not the one that uh, <laughs> I went to war with. Mybookie.ag, great customer service, top notch, and it's like every, uh, every year there's the turning to the page where now my a G is offering that 100% deposit Uh-oh. bonus. If you use the promo code SGP, of course, now if that wasn't enough. Uh, you can also get a $10 free bet on any MLB future $10 free bet because baseball is back as well. Baseball will be, I don't know what you call it. Opening pitch opening day will be happening. Thursday so get your MLB futures in NFL Futures we got a, uh, we got plenty of content for that as well by daddy G promo code s G P
1: sure not even forced excitement for baseball for you that's how that's the sign I know. Of the it,
0: I, I I retweeted a (laughs) Sean hits me up
1: today. He goes, we got to do a baseballs back episode. And all I can think in my mind is the previous years. Hey, so should we do a baseball preview this year? Nah, let someone else do it. (laughs) Well, I I think we have to, because I'm,
0: I judge what the audience is interested in by what I'm interested in. And I I will be, I will be dabbling with baseball. We're going to get some guests. who actually know what they're talking about when it comes to betting baseball, but I think it would be fun. I know we're not a big baseball shop, but you're saying,
1: doing, I don't know what I'm doing when yeah. I'm, when I'm hammering unders.
0: Yeah. I, I say that in a, in a fair way that <laughs> you're not, a, you're not a guy following it day in, day out. We're going to get some baseball stuff, but a quick sidebar as well. We are Sim city. Mm. We are the SIM gods, sports slash Sims for our full SIM schedule. But <laughs> so
1: many Sims in that sense, the,
0: the football tournament is mm. coming to an end. We're coming to the home stretch. We have the uh, the remaining divisional playoff games for the football tournament. That's right, and you can see where you're at in the standing Sportsgamblingpodcast slash atc, and then championship Saturday. Cannot stress this enough. We will be kicking off at three o'clock West Coast for the AFC championship game. Then 5.00 PM, the NFC championship game, other way around seven, John. other okay. way around. Well, it doesn't matter, but we're doing the championship <laughs> games, three, five, yes. and then the final championship game, someone would refer to as a, some sort of super bowl, the big game, 7.00 PM. And not only oh are we giving God. away all those credits, but we decided to dig into our own pockets because we love you fans and give away $500 of our own hard earned cash here in a squares contest. So much like the real super bowl, You can do a a squares contest for the symbol. Maybe that's what we call it. The symbol sports gambling com slash squares. Very easy to uh, fill that out. Figure it out. Okay. Now get into the meat of the content sandwich. AFC training camp preview. We're just going to kind of run through these divisions. One
1: big real quick, Sean, I'm sorry. You undersold with the feat that's happening this week. I don't think you really are stressing to the audience. When you're listening to this, it's going to be Tuesday morning. Most likely. Yes. Uh, starting on Tuesday, we will be hitting the airwaves for not two, not four, not six, Sean, but nine games this week, starting Tuesday oh night with a God. double header, Wednesday night, a double header. And as you mentioned the five football tournament, tournament games, five tournament games on Friday and Saturday, forget about it. We are freaking sim gods. So training camp. Let's go. One,
0: one either question, bold statement, big item that either is gonna be figured out in training camp or something leading up to the season. Just one big line item for each one of the 16 AFC teams. We're gonna be dropping an NFC training camp preview as well, and then of course the division in-depth previews will be dropping to your earbuds in August. Are we doing each division? Yes. Why the hell
1: would we not? Are we doing division by division? Yeah, or what else would we do? Uh, team by team, maybe I'll oh, give oh, no. Colby
0: a run for his money.
1: We sometimes you have to show the people how it's done. All right, maybe I like the, the I like the divisional format, but yes. I'm intrigued. Maybe we put a Twitter poll up. Well,
0: there. send in a tweet. Do you want is team by team previews too much content for you, or would you like the division by division previews? We'll let you guys be the boss. Send it. Send in that tweet at Gambling Podcast. But this, I would say, my
1: official vote is divisional.
0: I I like the division because, well, it's easier for me to remember which teams I was high on and which teams I was shitty on because I'm looking right in front of it, and uh, and it's nice to get like division winners, over under win totals, all into one podcast. So, I think that's what we'll lean. But we're open to suggestions, Kramer. Let's get it going. AFC North Baltimore Ravens. What's your, what's your item here for their preview?
1: So I I went, uh, I went on this crazy roller coaster as I was doing this where some teams I I put zero effort into and just have a a snide remark about them. And then some teams (laughs) I have like a legitimate like ESPN question. And that's this one's one of the real ones. Will the league catch up with Greg Roman and Lamar over the offensive progression from year one to year two be too much and they will become even more advanced on offense and even more of an offensive threat. Uh, I was thinking about this because as you know, Sean, I was off the grid, did a little vision questing. And one of the things I thought about while I was out there, by the way, did not take any practice swings with the leg on the beach uh, for the field goal attempt. (laughs) But as I was out there, uh, a couple MGs, deep staring into a beautiful fire filled with magic fire uh, flames of all colors. I thought about this. We often see a huge jump when quarterbacks go from year one to year two. Mm. We often see a massive jump when we see uh, offensive syst- offensive systems go year one to year two. We know that offense year to year, as we've learned from the football outsiders tends to be more consistent than defense. Lastly, Greg Roman has not been stopped really anywhere. So while we think Lamar will have regression, i I'm, that's my question. And I, I, my answer to my own question is I'm going to, I'm kind of swinging the other way. My pendulum is swinging back towards Lamar shows up in a different way, but the offense is better. Well, and
0: that's my question is, is very much similar to yours.
1: And I forget. I don't think we're supposed to answer our own questions. Right?
0: No, no. I mean just talk about it, right? How will my, my big thing for them was how will they adjust their offense? You know, they're going to adjust their offense. What will they do to adjust their offense? Again, I've been out in front of it. I don't think Lamar's uh, the amount of rushing attempts that they've given Lamar is sustainable. I think they are going to adjust things. They're going to change things slightly. And it'll be interesting to see Chip Kelly came out of nowhere. Yeah. And well, that's and the other version. The, uh, yeah. Chip Kelly is the worst case scenario where he didn't adjust it and the league caught up to him yep. and, and they fell apart. But that opening night, uh, that Chip Kelly offense against the Redskins, people were like, dude, football has changed yeah. forever. And you've gotten that
1: similar thing with the Ravens. We are all witnesses.
0: Uh, oh, man. I, I posted a fun photo on Instagram of uh, Tim Tebow coming over to get a play oh when no. he was briefly on the Eagles in preseason from Chip Kelly. And then just lurking in the background is Mark Sanchez. <laughs> and was, what, a, what a fucking. I, I, I said, like, name a better trio or something was the <laughs> caption. And. Uh, it's just crazy how things go. But oh, so I, I think that for them, the Ravens, I think their defense is going to be sneaky. Good yep. Clay's Campbell. Great signing, but can they adjust enough to keep people on their toes without risking Lamar injury wise? So I, I think that's, that's what that's where we're at with the Ravens next up Steelers. What do you got Kramer?
1: Well, sorry. I was, I, I accidentally uh, found myself on Tim Tebow's Wikipedia page to see if <laughs> he's still, he's still playing for the Mets. Um uh, is he still playing for the? He's still playing for the Mets. Jeez. I think
0: he is. He just he's got like a Bobby Bonilla
1: deal where they just keep him on. Uh all right. Um, yeah, I think th- this one's easy for me. Again, I was taking it serious in the beginning. Maybe, uh, their offense was thirty second DVOA, their defense was third, and a lot of that was fueled by the the first the the trade, which was at the time ridiculed first round pick for Minka Fitzpatrick but they finished third DVO and defense. So uh, defense tends to have a little bit more variance than offense. But in this case, the offensive variance is explainable with the expected offensive bounce back into the top 10, maybe top half of the league. Can the defense hold? My question is, can the defense hold form? because if they're able to hold their top 10 form. Sure. They, maybe they're not a number three defense, but if they can hold top 10 defense and this offense can swing back to being top 10 because of big Ben's return again, explainable variance. uh, This becomes a pretty interesting team and and a quite dangerous team as uh, I feel like they're the team that can give the real contenders in the AFC fits.
0: Yeah, for me, it it just comes down to Big Ben. I think the the defense there's it's going to be tough to be as good as they were last year. But that Steelers defense is always consistently pretty good. Is it
1: is it going to be tough? They're going to have a better offense, be in better situations, and they're going to have Minka Fitzpatrick for an off season.
0: Well, I, I'm just saying historically, it's tough for defenses to be top five DVOA back to back years. Um, so it's tough, I guess, in that sense historically, but. Yeah. I, they still have a ton of talent. TJ Watts, a beast, uh, make Fitzpatrick, just the scheme they run and, and Pittsburgh in general, they always have a consistently pretty good defense to me. It's just what version of big Ben shows up this season is, yeah. it, is his elbow. Okay. I mean, not only did he blow out his elbow, but he's also addicted to pornography, well, which that, seems right? like it's definitely related to no. him blowing out his elbow,
1: <laughs> Such but a maybe,
0: maybe that's how he built up the strength in the off season. Uh, slowly working his elbow back into form, but really, it's just going to come back to Big yeah. Ben. Are we going to see five interception against the Jaguars, Big Ben? Or are we going to see five thousand yards, thirty touchdown, Big pet. If you have something decent out of Big Ben, I, I think you can be pretty high on this team. I, I went under his passing yard total on the QB Props podcast just because I think for him to hit that over in passing yards, I don't have it in front of me, but it was decently high. The, like literally everything has to go right. There's a version where, you know, he misses four games and he's still, you know, in those maybe in those twelve games they go nine and three and maybe two and two in the other and they're still a decent team. Just so a,
1: a quick call out there. While well, I agree with you, he he maybe he doesn't return all the way, but they were only better than the Panthers last year in a TD to interception ratio and QBR. So they, it it doesn't he doesn't have to be great even if he's just average Ben. I think this is a massive upgrade. So let's move on. Sean
0: Cleveland Browns. What do you got for the Browns Kramer?
1: I don't know why I walked through this exercise feeling optimistic about most of these teams, honestly. <laughs> and, and with the Browns, I, I, after I looked at it, I'm like, well, Holy shit. You know, there, A lot of this is really explainable with just the offensive line sucked. They brought in a couple tackles, say what you will about the coaching change and how this is Baker's fourth coach in three years. Somehow <laughs> like that's, that's pretty impressive. Uh it, it, his accuracy is a concern. He was sub sixty percent. You gen generally that that's going to be a red flag when, when you're talking about franchise quarterback Sean. But can my question being can those tackles be the linchpin to what propels this offense to meeting or at least coming near their potential? Uh, can can they at least be equal to the sum of the parts? So. That's that's the question, and my my short version of the answer is like, you know, they haven't been to the playoffs in some ridiculous amount of years. I think like what seventeen years or something like that. Yeah.
0: Well, no, it's more than that because did they make? Did they get to the playoffs in the two thousands?
1: Let's see. They made the playoffs in. They returned to the NFL in nineteen ninety nine. They made the playoffs in two thousand three. Oh, you're right. Uh, Yeah. So it's actually I was right. Seventeen years. yeah I, I mean that's they're making the play i i mean uh, that there's the se- the seventh playoff team that that's they have a shot at that but yeah so I, I don't know is the offensive line upgrade the yeah thing? My, i think it my, is my
0: yeah mine was the same point did no. they fix the offensive line they they brought in Conklin they used their first round pick on Jedrick willis who people really liked who people really liked, but again, you're bringing in two two new tackles, one from the you know one agent from the Titans who should be good, and then a yep. unknown at draft pick first round. So again, not having the preseason games for a first round
1: pick to get those reps against a live defensive line, and uh, you know, but linemen's maybe the one position where it's not as big of a deal. Well, right?
0: lineman also I think probably the easiest to to figure out in practice because I think you're going up against. I would just put him against Miles Garrett and be like, block this dude in practice. If you can block him, you can yeah. probably hang in this uh, league.
1: You can dodge a wrench. You can dodge a ball. Sean. Just throw him right in it. The, yeah. But throw the him question right the is, will it? Like, was that really the root of the accuracy issues? Because the the other side of the coin is Baker just isn't doesn't have it. Because accuracy is telling, and good quarterbacks still have good accuracy when facing pressure. I know it goes down, but I I just worry. If I'm a Browns fan, that is. Oh yeah. To but be clear, I'm not a Browns. But
0: do fan. the Browns fans worry? I think they're just yeah. so pessimistic
1: already. They can't feel good. Like it almost—it's almost, <laughs> almost going to be one of those like reverse things. Where well,
0: and also I was kind of secretly high on—I'd been building a case for Jarvis Landry, uh, kind of quietly being like a sleeper in fantasy. And then ben. you
1: saw him trying to not play football this year. Well,
0: I—I I, I heard the thing about uh, his hip injury. I didn't realize mm. he got hip surgery in the off season, so he's kind of off my watch list. Cincinnati Bengals. I'll, I'll, steal this one. What exactly will be stogie Joe's impact Joe Burrow first, first overall pick. What can they, I mean, I'm assuming they're going to start him week one, right? It feels like they just have to, but what really can he do in that? Zach Taylor offense, um, Zach Taylor, kind of the poor man's cliff Kingsbury. We'll see what they end up getting done. They have some talent on that Bengals team. We'll see if. He can move the needle to like a six and ten team. They could be a sneaky backdoor cover second half of the team. Or, and we've seen this a lot with rookies. We saw it with Wentz. We've seen it other times with rookie quarterbacks where those first three, four games, they started out really well because no defense has it has the film on them. They kind of have that. Beginner's luck, where they just come in, they have confidence. I mean, Joe Burrow doesn't seem like a guy who doesn't have confidence. Dude's
1: got some drip.
0: Yeah, they they scheme up some good plays for him, and maybe he has like a really good September. And then once defenses figure things out a little bit more, it falls off. I worry from that kind of point of view that the defense, like we always say in betting, uh, that first week NFL preseason unders, yep. which we won't be able to bet on. I, I'm worried, or I think we could see that similar. Thing happened week one NFL. We're going to see mm-hmm. a lot of ugly games, a lot of unders. And like right now, mm-hmm. if you're a smart man or woman in the what statistically three percent uh uh chance you're listening to this podcast, yeah, head over to mybookie.ag, bet every single dog and every single under right now. Uh, I, I think there's, I think, I think every that money could be, line, yeah,
1: like just. <sighs> I know. well, we'll end up variance picking. is going to be all over the place. Yeah, we'll end up picking all the uh, all the stuff straight up. But doesn't it almost make you terrified to really dabble in the win total market? There's just going to be so much early season variance because teams that'll affect
0: the number. Teams
1: yeah. aren't going to be there. Teams aren't going to be there at all for a number of reasons. All right, my my question. I'm going to piggyback off of your question. We know the offense has to improve with the, with Stogie, Joe showing up to the scene. Yes. But can the defense show any sort of improvement? Because that was the problem. They couldn't stop anyone last year. So while they, that might make AJ green, if he's going to, he's going to suit up, he's playing Joe the rest of the Bengals offense, Joe Mixon, maybe they're appealing fantasy options, but as a team, are they going to, uh, to me, I could see a version of this where the Bengals offense has a whole bunch of fantasy studs and they only win three games because th- this defense is still dreadful and they don't exactly have a defensive mind and coach. So that's my question. And, and the way I answer it is like the more I look into the other teams in this division, Bengals have a big hill to climb.
0: Yeah. Moving over to the AFC West, Kansas City Chiefs, how hard will that hangover be? You already got uh you got Chris Jones yep. talking about how they're gonna win five Super Bowls. Oh my goodness. Patty Mahomes signing a contract versus for half a billion dollars. Half a billion. You know, Andy Reid probably as much as he was grinding and stuff. When you when you're chasing something for almost 20 years and you finally get yep. that. You take it relax a little yeah, bit. Take sick. the take the foot off the gas a bit. I think this Chiefs team, they still should be a solid team. But especially September, they've all been in quarantine. How hungry can this team be? That's my big question. And I, the I metaphor think,
1: is perfect, dude. Because yeah, Andy Reid's been chasing that meatball hoagie for years. A, he's
0: had a, He's he finally got full. Andy Reid finally had his belly full. They had no, the parade. They had everything
1: he's sitting and eating that meatball sandwich. He's not preparing for 2020.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think they're going to be a little complacent early. I maybe get a second half run, but that's that for me is the big thing they have to figure out
1: uh, in my, in doing, uh, doing some uh, internet reading for this episode, Sean, did you know uh, Jim Brown only person to win multiple NFL MVPs before the age of 25? Ooh, Patrick Mahomes has the opportunity to do that this year. Uh, found that to be interesting. Not my question. My question is: Does Patrick Mahomes really not have a stronger arm than Josh Allen? <laughs> Madden giving Josh Allen a 99, Patrick Mahomes a well, 97, and that
0: was probably because they they heard challenged. that I nominated, <laughs> I made him the number one fantasy football quarterback, and Madden
1: clearly listens to the show. And uh, Patrick Mahomes challenged. Challenge Josh Allen to a throw-off. <laughs> really, and it sounds like uh, they're both. You know, it sounds like it's something that if if both quarterbacks had their way, it might happen. That's a fun. Just pay-per-view. who can
0: throw? Who can throw longer?
1: Well, yeah, it's an it's an arm rating in Madden. Ninety-nine for Josh Allen, ninety-seven for Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> He's like, what gives? I like it. All right, Denver Broncos. What do you got for them, Kramer? Well, see now I'm I See, this is maybe this division. I wasn't as serious. Can Drew unlock? See what I did there, Sean. I got it. The Broncos' new look offense. Everyone is saying Jerry Judy is looking like absolute, just total drip squad candidate. We all know how Cortland Sutton uh, looks to progress in year three. Sean, I I. I'm, we, we're both high on this team. We think they have a lot of a lot of depth, a lot of positions: the running back position, the receiver position, the tight end position. So yeah, can Drew unlock the Broncos' new look offense?
0: Mine is how strong will that early home field advantage be? We know well, it's always there; it's always kind of baked in. We love those sneaky first two uh, home games for the Broncos in September. That elevation, I think it could be even more than previous years. These guys. I've been sitting at elevation the entire off season. Now they're going to do this training camp. Yeah. None of these other players that are uh, these teams that are coming in for live action, their, their, their cardio is not going to be where it should be. Their, their fitness isn't where it should be. I mean, you know, as a, as a runner, Ryan, as I, since I become a runner in the quarantine, I don't know if I've mentioned my running, but I know what it's like to be gassed. Yeah. And then when we went up to uh, mammoth, and walking around up there, even a guy like me, whose cardio is excellent, off the charts, yeah. throwing out seven, seven, uh, running for seven miles like it's nothing. Cool. I I was struggling at the high elevation, so I, I think we've noticed Soft. it in previous years, and I think it's even going to be stronger this year. So massive, look out for that.
1: Massive. I think it's you know, I think we talked about the variant. The only thing that scares me is the variance, but I think this offense has so much to be excited about. Uh, I I I will choose to buy fully into the let's let's just lean into the early season Broncos.
0: Yeah, I'm 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 high on them, but uh, even more so, I think, especially those first couple of games. Kramer, what do you got for our our good pals Long Cox in Las Vegas Raiders?
1: Will Mariota and Carr be on the roster for Week One? Wow, That's Wait, Mike you're saying both could be gone? Yeah. Will John Gruden realize that neither guy is his guy?
0: Well, th- my question is similar: is how long before Carr is benched?
1: Because I, I think we have a, and it's always funny when <laughs> how far, how long before Mariota and Carr are benched?
0: John is a uh, he's got a short fuse when it comes to uh, players and and getting them benched and not liking his quarterback. I mean, the photo we have in studio here for the YouTube show is of. John Gruden just the look on his face at, at where he's staring down Carr is just what are you thinking? What is going on?
1: I, I think Carr is on an incredibly incredibly short leash. Uh, I w- can I revise my question? Sure. What week does Nathan Peterman start? <laughs> Everyone lost their mind when he was like
0: touting how he was pretty high on Nathan Peterman. And,
1: and Nathan Peterman is going to be his kryptonite. He's the guy that he's going to fight. He's going to be like, God damn it. Derek Carr. You're a pussy. Mariota. You're a pussy. Get out there. Peterman. <laughs> Don't you just want to hear Gruden say the word Peterman?
0: Yeah. It does remind you of the Seinfeld yeah. episodes and, and it's just hilarious to think of Nathan Peterman like that. Peterman Um, Kramer. I think we're on the, on the same page there. Raiders, they got a lot they got to figure out, but uh, who their quarterback ends up being I think is going to be an important. The
1: other question one. is when does Mike Mayock get fired for bringing John <laughs> Gruen the wrong quarterbacks.
0: <laughs> final final team in this division. I'm going to start here for our Los Angeles Chargers. Hypothetical question Ryan, oh, oh. is COVID-19 the best thing that's ever happened to the Chargers? A team that is just de- a team that's very a team that home field advantage actually hurt them. Like I went to that game in stub where the Eagles came in and beat them. And it was like 70% Eagles fans that I think that legitimately played an, had an impact (laughs) on the team's psyche. I think I really think this team is uniquely poised to handle this COVID thing. And we've always said they've had great talent, great rosters but they seem like they have some weird hex some curse yeah. and i think i think I'm not, the fans are the hex i think i think <laughs> the fans negative energy negative mojo oh, that they no. bring to these chargers games has been destroying oh, no. this team and uh i think i think no fans are going to work out great Shots for shot
1: fired at justin decker i mean mine is simply this with with covid and quarantine locking everyone down football players in general have had less opportunity to get into some hijinks that would cause them for the annual, who is it this year? Snake bit and charger. So my yeah. question is who is it going to be? Cause we're going to have an accelerated timeline training. They, I, can't,
0: I, they can't go out to the clubs. That's usually a nightmare. Although Derwin James can still slip on a screw. I imagine if he's hanging out in his
1: all right. So I'll, I'll say this, who, who gets it first? Who gets it first? The tra- I just—it's w- gonna happen. The second camp opens, the Chargers are gonna have someone go down. Hunter, Henry, Hunter Henry seems like no, the obvious no, one. No, no, no! Don't do that to me. That would—that would be right in line with the Kramer FML tour here too. <laughs> Number one tight end.
0: So that's your your question: Is who gets it for the Chargers?
1: I just like—is w- it gonna be Herbert or Tyrod? Is it Henry? Is it is it Eckler? It I feels think, to me it's, it's Eckler yeah. because
0: I'm more Eckler. He's he's just set up in in too good of a situation where, uh, from a fantasy perspective, they got rid of Melvin Gordon. The the game is his to take. Uh, I do worry that Eckler's the guy that kind of gets the kibosh.
1: Yeah, it it just feels. I mean, I like your point of the the crowd being the problem. That that's a good angle.
0: I really think I really think the crowd is is just destroying their mojo. Yeah. What's next? Uh oh. Well, we got two more divisions, Kramer, but before we do, let's give a shout out, friends of the program, ace per head. Looking to start your own sports book? You could be booking baseball, soccer, NBA. NBA coming back less than two weeks away. MLB, regular season, futures, win totals. You could be booking all that action. And if you use our link, aceperheadcom slash SGP aceperheadcom slash SGP. You can get up to six weeks free. aceperheadcom slash SGP. Stop trying to just beat the bookie and become a bookie over at aceperheadcom slash SGP. Mm. AMC South, our boy. Billy OB. Bilbo. Bilbo. Houston Texans. For me, Ken Ken Deshaun Watson adjusts to a post Hopkins team. I heard uh, his is like QB guy, his QB guru uh, on a uh, podcast talking, talking about how, uh, well, you know, they asked him like, Hey, how is it going to be without Hopkins? He's like, well, it sucks. Cause Hopkins was <laughs> Hopkins was really good. However, the silver lining is maybe he's not trying to force it to Hopkins. Maybe uh, he, he does a better job of spreading the ball overall. So for me, it's how how can Deshaun Watson adjust to a post Hopkins list team? Will he be running the ball more? Will Duke Johnson be catching more balls out of the backfield? Yeah. David Johnson, they traded for him. They must have some role for him. But really, it's going to be how is Deshaun Watson going to adjust without the 120 targets he normally yeah. gave to a DeAndre Hopkins?
1: That's really extremely cute. You just assumed Bill O'Brien had a plan when bring <laughs> when trading away <laughs> the best receiver in the game. Uh, yeah, I. For me, it's simply this, like it feels very much like Bill O'Brien is your uncle who has that RV that is just this close to breaking down. And there's always a, a, a trip to the side of the freeway and some duct tape is involved and some steam's coming out, but it gets to the campground. But next year you're totally not expecting it to see it, but you see it. This is the year, or. I should phrase it as a question, not my opinion. Is this the year the Bill O'Brien mobile? The, the Bill O'Brien because because the Bill O'Brien
0: a mobile for your keeping your metaphor in place there, Kramer. It always gets you there. It, it always gets it there. has. It, you're like, how does this thing get us to the I mean, playoffs? Aka summer vacation every year, but it does.
1: I mean, a kid named Christian Hackenberg was on the side of the freeway. <laughs> hitching rides. And somehow he got into the NFL draft and got picked in the second round. So it's an effective tool for getting from place a to place B. I think this is the year it breaks down. And I also, unfortunately think this is a year that we're going to forget with the Texans because we're going to see, I do think this, I feels like this is going to affect them more than most teams, both the combination of trading away the, the, uh, uh, an amazing receiver for that offense. And, and, and like, soft tissue injuries. Guess what? Will Ferro Fuller. He loves those things. Uh, guess what happened is going to happen a lot without preseason games without some of this stuff, soft tissue injuries. So, I unfortunately think the Texans are going to have a year to forget and it might even involve Deshaun Watson on with some bus travel. John, Titans. Titans.
0: Who regresses more? Ryan Tannehill oh. or Derrick Henry? Both guys had amazing years years that got them paid years. I mean, Derrick Henry has been pretty consistent compared to Ryan Tannehill, but even his, his epic he had a like great second half and run into the playoffs was, I, I mean, it was just, I, we'd never seen anything like he did it.
1: The same thing in the playoffs the previous year. I mean, he's, you know, he's an interesting guy to me. I,
0: I think Tannehill is the guy you have to worry about the regression. He, he did play well <laughs> he got in paid. the playoffs. And again, like someone was breaking, I was listening to a podcast where they're breaking down the stats and Henry's numbers were actually kind of rough under Mariota. But when Tannehill came under, I mean the whole team did much better, but particularly Henry. So I, I think their, their success are really tied to each other Well, in particular because Tannehill bases all his game off the play action. So I think Tannehill is the one you have to worry about more.
1: I was gonna say it's simply that uh, he's a plus play action quarterback. He's also a quarterback willing to throw the ball down the field. So I think that was Mariota's problem. Yeah, which is hilarious that he's joining Derek Carr of all people <laughs> in Oak in, in Las Vegas. Uh, Sean, my question, very simple: Will there be any dick threats in 2020 mm, for the Titans? Long cocks. I don't think so. I, if I'm,
0: you're if you're Mike Vrabel, and you go to that well again. What do you do? The problem is when you threat, when you say you're willing to cut your dick off, is there anything you can say that can motivate your team? That's anywhere close to cutting your own dick off.
1: I think you say I'm still willing to cut my dick off.
0: Yeah. What (laughs) reiterate it. It loses its value after the first time. The, the thing is, cutting your dick off is the craziest thing an NFL coach can say he's willing to do to win a Super Bowl. So after he says that, there's no turning back. That's the
1: problem. It's the, it's the only thing he know he knew that would unify the locker room.
0: Yeah. <laughs> People would rally around. We got we gotta we gotta get coach's dick cut oh, off. Oh fuck. Indianapolis Colts, for me, it's pretty simple. It revolves around the quarterback. Yep. Ken Rivers. What can Rivers do with the good offensive line? We saw him teetering, hanging on that cliff last year. Yeah. Was it the bad offensive line? Again, my theory that the fans negative energy and, and complete lack of giving a shit has destroyed the Chargers' Mojo or, or is he just father time yep. has just crept up on old Philip rivers. Father time is the only father that has more children than, than Phillip rivers. What can he do with that good offensive line in that dome with Frank Reich? Can he really have the
1: season of all seasons this late in his career? Kind of like my question, Sean. Assuming Andrew Luck doesn't return, (laughs) can Rivers avoid the aforementioned snake bites and take a very talented team to the promised land? I I think this is all about. Colts
0: have had some Charger like moments, right? But but I mean, you want to. the The quarterback re leaving the team to pursue his dream of backpacking through Europe—that's almost something you'd expect from the Los Angeles well, well Chargers. And,
1: and w- the Chargers have had some talented teams, but you would you could very easily argue this is the most talented team Philip Rivers has had. Yeah, and you know I, I think that's the question, especially right?
0: when you factor in the coaching staff. Is he as done?
1: Well? That that would be the ultimate, right? Like. Rivers finally is in a situation and then it's him. That is the reason they don't have the success.
0: That would be the sweet irony of all ironies. Move it over to the Jags. It seems like they're just kind of punting on this season. But for me, how fantasy relevant will Gardner Minshew be? Because I I think the more I think about it, we did the QB player props. We were both, I think high on him going over his uh, passing yardage
1: total. Oh my God. I love that. one.
0: I think Minshew can be very sneaky. James Winston was what? Number three uh, in quarterback fantasy production. Couldn't you see a similar scenario where Gardner Minshew? they're already basically, you know, lining up to get Trevor Lawrence next year, Gardner Minshew with nothing to lose. You're giving, I mean, this is the ultimate guy that could just, Become a gunslinger. Maybe throw well, some picks. Maybe their are is. Maybe
1: <laughs> uh, well, he's, he'll probably throw some picks. Definitely throw some picks.
0: They'll be behind. They don't want to give the ball to Leonard Fournette. He's going to be throwing a ton. He has DJ Chark and a couple other decent options. I could see him being like a fantasy god this year. The more I think about it, and sneakily, Chris Thompson running is involved in the running game.
1: My question or statement or or dilemma is simply is Minshew mania going to outpace the desire to tank for Trevor. Mm. I think you, you name a lot of reasons why this might just work. He, we know he has, he can handle the reps. He, He played in the air raid, you know, he has a rapport with some of his receivers and he actually has, you know, you could argue he has the best receiving core in the division. With Westbrook and Chark. Chris Thompson out of the backfield is no joke. Even Leonard Fournette, like I we could sit here and have a debate about skill position players in the division, but it's not like he doesn't have skill positions around around him. So yeah, I I uh I think the total jag move this year is to not to fuck up the first pick and not get Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. Because they played it, they're they're tanking with a guy that just has Drip coming out of his fucking ear holes. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean that's the thing. It, it's and we saw it almost with
0: Ryan Fitzpatrick in the Dolphins, where there's some guys who tanking <laughs> is not an option. You want
1: to tank? You get a guy like Mark Sanchez or put put Mike Glenn in it. But I, I don't think Glennon they, is the answer. I don't think
0: I don't think they will. I think they'll just like Gardner sling it and see what
1: happens. Well, hell yeah. I mean, it, it, it'll be a fun story. Nonetheless.
0: Moving over to the AFC East last division here of the training camp preview. Our uh, our good pals. It's a baby fucking wheel, man. The New England Patriots for me a big question and it's certainly a fantasy question, but I think it could be an offensive question is how much will Cam mm. Newton run the ball? Because I I think if Bill Belichick maybe he sees the nickel and the dime defenses, these lighter and skinnier linebackers that people keep Pump it into the league to, to to you know basically keep up with the passing offense. Will Belichick zag and say I'm going to get you a big thick quarterback that's going to run you over in these design yep. runs? I'm going to dust out some crazy you know similar to like the wildcat whatever read option the pistol and maybe give Cam some design runs. I think Cam Newton as a running back could be a storyline we could see and could be a, a big factor in this Josh McDaniels offense because. I mean, look at Josh McDaniels had Tebow. So I, I think he could be drawing up some creative options. Here's for my,
1: this. here's my theory. I think they, I think they, I think they use some creative spread looks that end up being like three tight end run with cam, you know, into that nickel. Uh, my question, similar about cam not really a football question. How do I watch the reality show that allows me to just see all the footage of cam Newton talking <laughs> to bill Belichick?
0: Oh man. When he showed up in that black and white, um, basically outfit that looked right off the uh, Ronald McDonald Hamburglar with the hat and everything. And I dubbed him the cam burglar, which oh, I, I'm, I'm calling that trademark right now. If we see that outfit again, it, it just, there's one guy who loves funny, weird, how you describe those outfits without without treading on too thin of a line? Cam Newton and one guy who just can you don't you think Belichick just hates the idea of anyone wearing an outfit, let alone his quarterback?
1: Uh, you know what though? Strangely, I I, I have a feeling this is going to work out really well, and they're going to be like best of friends because they're both extremely weird in their own ways. I think it's going to be one of those like two peas in a pod, Sean. I don't know why I'm feeling good about the Patriots, but. Well, Maybe they're the, they the Patriots. I know. I know all of the, the baby whales are out there. They want to join it's the a Kramer gang.
0: Fucking wheel, man.
1: Buffalo Bills. I'm gonna say this: Can
0: Stefan Diggs' ability to catch the deep ball help Josh Allen complete the deep ball? Josh Allen, a guy who has that cannon, he has that 99 yep. in arm strength. Not a 99 when it comes to accuracy, but Diggs is a guy that's great at going up and pulling down these balls. He did it in the dome where it's a little bit easier to track balls, the wind, et cetera, whatever. Can he help Josh Allen get that deep ball? I mean, I'm I'm counting on it because I got Josh Allen at rank time, in my fantasy. But yeah, to me, it's can he help kind of round out that Bill's offense with the deep ball? I think the defense will be okay with McDermott and the talent they have around him, but
1: I have two questions. I know I cheated. First one is does Josh Allen really have a stronger arm than Patrick Mahomes? Uh will St- will digs his experience catching balls from an inaccurate quarterback, assist him and allow him to elevate Josh Allen's game. That's my question. I think we're asking along the same lines, but I think, I think for the first time in Josh Allen's career and I got, I don't know how cam Phillips made it out of Buffalo because he's the perfect receiver uh, for Josh Allen in some ways, massive catch radius, just throwing a, a quick Houston rough plug and Virginia tech somehow cam cam Phillips, not, he went through Buffalo could have stayed in Buffalo, but Stefan Diggs, one of the biggest catch radiuses in the league. He's going to give Josh Allen a much better opportunity than anyone else he's been throwing the ball to. So I don't know glass half full, I guess,
0: New York jets to me, it's simple. How long are we going to let Adam Gase be in the league When will Adam Gase be fired? Certainly, COVID maybe certainly an interesting. Well, no, he dips and uh, well, I'm pretty sure. I don't know if he dips, but he does He's do smelling <laughs> salts. I think there's a big crossover from guys who do smelling salts and guys who dip. How long till Adam Gase gets fired? Because he is on the ultimate short leash in my mind. We've shown we've seen signs of life from yeah, Sam I mean, Darnold. Had a winning record as a starter. I, I think the Jets step in and be like, dude, you can't keep fucking up this team and, and fucking up our young quarterback. So I think at,
1: when will Adam Gase get fired? The sooner the better. I think if you're a Jets fan. can social distancing, Sammy avoid back-to-back trips. to the, the, the DL with stints <laughs> of mono. Yeah.
0: Mono is certainly Again, feels like a related to a person who might catch COVID-19. He's
1: finally leaving the house. He's at training camp. He might accidentally slip up and implement his latest T B twelve technique of the open <laughs> mouth kiss to a friend. One of his teammates. I know he's not a father, but you're right. Maybe he bonds. Next thing you know, boom. There's an outbreak. I don't know. The Jets are gonna jet. That's what they do. That's the what they it, do. It's
0: it's tough to say anything else. They, about they the should jets. be
1: I mean, this is maybe when Darnold takes the step forward, though. You would think. But again, I, I think Adam Gase
0: just that Ryan Tannehill contract alone should be the biggest indictment of Adam case.
1: Imagine um, imagine taking four quarterbacks before Lamar Jackson, who knew, who knew a wide receiver was going to play quarterback. (laughs) So well, Sean final team for the AFC training camp
0: preview, the Miami dolphins, Miami dolphins. Are they one of the few teams assuming no teams are playing with fans? seems like a fair assumption. Are they one of the few teams with a legit home field advantage simply because of the heat and humidity? A spe- much like the the uh, elevation early, I think early and often this humidity, the uh, the rampant COVID situation, whatever's going down in Miami, that just I mean anytime you step outside in Miami, you're getting a nice sweat going. Are they a team that one of the teams that still has a home field advantage? I, I think they might be. So again, Dolphins are kind of frisky at the end of last year. Maybe they bring some of that friskiness in there. And I think Tua of those quarterbacks that could come in. Early has some friskiness. Maybe they figure him out later. I'm not super high on him long term, but I think he could come in and, and get you some W's.
1: Well, and I think this is to me. It's all about Brian. Like, will Brian Flores show that he he he's going to be one of the league's top coaches? That's my question. Because I mean, when I watched him last year, that was a team that wanted to win, and they, like the co- it wasn't like the team was tanking, but the coat and the coach was kind of in on it. He was not tanking. That dude was that dude went to like Fitz magic and said, go fucking win the game. Like yeah. We're winning games right now. We still got the quarterback we wanted. I don't think he's going to be in from day one, but I, I, I think, you know, Brian Flores could be the, uh, the best thing to come through South Florida since Tony Montana or, or Don <laughs> Shula shout out to John Shula,
0: Don Shula, amazing
1: steakhouse it, equally, uh, into uh, organized crime.
0: Oh really? Don Shula dabbled with the organized crime. I'm pretty sure Don
1: Shula was just I mean his name's Don I mean he's
0: got you can't call yourself Don without having some ties to the mafia, I would assume
1: well, i I also think you know he he seems to be uh you know a familiar as they would say <laughs> by the way, real quick, Sean, yes. the dolphins shout out to the dolphins too for not being stupid like the jags and wearing white at home in the in the early months of the season, you know yeah never understood that. Why would you not? You, 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 brought it up the home field advantage of making the opponent wear the dark unis. Oh dude, it's huge. It's the only thing you have now. So it's massive Matt. Plus, you know, people got to go to Florida, which is fucking super dangerous
0: risking your life there. All right. Thank you guys for tuning in the AFC training camp preview NFC training camp preview. We're going to uh, get that up right after this. Of course you're <laughs> subscribed to the podcast. Stay tuned for that. Maybe later on the week got to figure out when we're going to do this baseball podcast. Make sure you check out championship Saturday, Friday and Saturday night. We're closing out the uh, all things, comedy football tournament and the $500 squares pool sports gambling podcast.com slash squares sports gambling podcast.com slash squares and my a G promo code SGP, hundred percent deposit bonus. And uh, you get that $10 MLB free play. Get that going. And of course, shout out to cushy dreams, shout out smokable CBD dot promo code S G P. Thank you for participating in the sports gambling podcast and for the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean second on the money green and he's Ryan. Oh man. Go Browns Kramer. Let it ride.